Let's see what he has to say. So, um, so we've been talking about Kfiyas Tova and Hakaras Tov, both uh, a lack of gratitude and both gratitude as well. The focus has been much more on interpersonal, the, our ability to be grateful to one another, uh, specifically in the home, specifically focusing on the fact that gratitude is something which generates uh, feelings of, of fondness, feelings of love, and ultimately is the glue around society. It's what may, creates a society. Um, without it, then you have just individuals living on their own, individuals unable to live with one another. And here, as the piece, as the section finishes, he's going to shift gears. And instead of focusing on Hakar Sato between people, he wants to focus on Hakar Sato between us and Hashem. So he begins. Chazal Amru, our sages said, and this is from... Um, uh, a person, anyone who is lacking in gratitude towards their friend, ultimately they are not going to be grateful towards Hashem. Okay, so the two, he says, lack of gratitude to one another, which is what we've been focusing on, eventually they're not even able to be grateful to Hashem. The, the foundational idea is as follows. A person's midos are going to be true consistently within all of their relationships. Okay, you're going to be, it's going to be, if whether the, the, the other is God or the other is a person. And therefore, therefore, when it comes to our our lack of gratitude, it's going to be true whether it's, uh, whether it's to a person or to Hashem. And if it's to a person, it's going to be true for Hashem as well. And this is, uh, who is it? Malcolm Gladwell has a, has a term that he, I don't know if it's his own term, but a popular, that he certainly popularized called thin slicing, where it, it, I think it was in his book called Blink, where you could see, meet a person for a few seconds and already get, gather their entire uh, identity. And they used to send people into people's rooms, into their dorm room, look around for a few seconds, and then tell us about the person. And, and the idea is you could take a thin slice and it's going to be true consistently throughout their entire, every part of their life. And the same is true for personality traits. If I'm going to be lacking gratitude over here, then it's pres- presumably true in every single other you know, facet of our life. And that's what he's saying over here. If a person is unable to be grateful towards uh, another person, then that means that there is something inherently lacking in the midah. So you're taking, all you have is a thin slice, but the thin slice is part of the greater whole. Uh, Rav, I, believe, I, I believe this was quoted from Rav Weinberg from, from Neri Israel. He, he used to talk about the fact that you can't, um, I forget if it was about work or about school, I don't remember which one, but he was saying how you can't be lazy towards, you know, in, in this topic, you know, in this area. Okay, I'm going to be, I'm going to take my job, you know, kaka kaka, not so seriously. But when it comes to my, my Torah learning, I'm going to be like a rock star. I'm going to be all in. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You have to have, if you have a midah of being passionate and being intense and in a good way, you got to do it. You can't start compartmentalizing because it's not going to work. It, these are characteristics and the characteristics have to be consistent throughout and, and they are consistent throughout. And if a person allows themselves to be lazy, they're going, that, that laziness is going to be manifest everywhere else. And the same is true for gratitude or a lack of gratitude. If we're not grateful in one area, it's going to impact Hashem. It's going to impact every other part of our life as well. So. Right, 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 right. Exactly, because it's a mida. It's not, it, we, it, we can't compartmentalize the way we think we can. And it, it's a, exactly, exactly. A person who is completely, uh, yeah, and that's a very important point. You know, a person is lacking in, in, in faith, you know, and saying, and therefore, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have to be thankful to Hashem, but I'm going to be thankful to everyone else. I don't know if that works. I don't know if that works. Exactly, exactly. Excellent, yeah. Um, therefore, after we've worked a lot in the area of towards people, therefore we should focus now on this Midah as it relates to Hashem. Okay. 
Hachovos alvavos b'shar avodos elokim, bona es kol avodos Hashem alakar satova. The chovos alvavos, um, in his in his section uh, called serving Hashem, he builds the foundation of all of our service to Hashem on gratitude. Okay, humevar Hashem barichos. He explains there at length. Ki kol asher hatava shlema vaakara gedola yoser yoser gadel bechinas avoda. The more there is goodness, the more we recognize the goodness, the greater our service to God. Okay? He says, We have to understand this. If we were to be writing a book about faith in God, we would typically um, build the foundation of all this on, on faith, on, on our, or whether it's faith, um, on the ideas that, 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 that animate our service of Hashem. You know, we think about the, whether it's the 13 principles or whatever it's going to be. It's a recognition of, of Hashem, uh, you know, Hashem's presence in the world, Hashem being the creator. And it's more about emuna than it is about Hakar Satova. Chavos al-Vavos medaver, sorry, Mishu Orthodox, Bemunaso mekai mitzvos. Normally we'd say, who keeps mitzvos? Someone who is, who has the right beliefs. If you have the right beliefs, you say, oh, really, Hashem gave the Torah. See, Hashem created the world. There's one God, and He created the world, and He gave us the Torah, and He took us out of Mitzrayim, and He gave us the Torah at Sinai. Ah, therefore, I'm compelled to keep the Torah. That's how we would uh, conceptualize, if we were to think about the sequence that leads to me doing mitzvos, is the fact that Hashem is in charge, and, and, and these beliefs whether or not a person is a kafoy tov, whether or not the person is ingrate, ultimately, if I believe that Hashem created the world, then that's, you know, and I believe in the proper ideas, then that should propel me, that should push me in my kiyom mitzvos. But a chavos l'vavos medaber amalas ha'avoda, and the chavos l'vavos, though, speaks about the, 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 the heights of service of, to God, and zohi mala pnimis, Okay, so he's speaking about avoda, the notion of avoda, which is service to God, which he says we're going to focus on later on this book. But the point that he's trying to make is that avoda, service of God, ultimately revolves around not emuna, but rather hakarasato, which is a profound idea, which is certainly a, a shocking idea. It's not the norm, not what we normally, if we were to, again, to conceptualize how to serve God. He says it all begins with hakaras hatov. Okay, um, and now he explains this a little bit deeper. He says, "He says, let's 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 deepen this a little bit." Everyone is, you know, dati. We normally translate as like observant, but but I I think what he's saying is that there's like almost like a spiritual impulse to each person. This is one of the foundational um, elements that exist in our soul. What is, and again, he's not talking about someone who is Jewish or, uh, you know, in any way. He's saying there is this, this impulse, this religious impulse, which, I mean, look at history. You know, now, you know, things have changed, but that means that there is certainly something that, that there's, you know, now we have many people who are, who are not, but there's certainly something almost natural that compels people towards service, to, towards service or acknowledgement of a higher being, right? What is the essence of this, 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 this impulse? There is a thought to be made to say that what, it, what its root is Hakar Satov. You're trying to understand where is it? Why is it that so many people, there's so many faiths, so many religions, it's the norm is that there is a religion, that there is some form of a, a service or acknowledgement to a higher being. Um, uh, historically, this was universal. Even today, um, it's still the majority of the, the world population has this recognition, has this uh, acknowledgement of some higher power. What does it stem from? He argues it comes from Hakar Satov. Adam Hapokeach Enav. What does that mean? A person opens their eyes. 
And they see themselves in this incredible, incredible world. Their heart compels them to recognize and acknowledge the good to the, to the being that placed them in this world. Right? So he says that the, 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 perhaps the impulse, the religious impulse that exists is not, you know, uh, what Marx would say is, you know, it's just the, the opiate for the masses. It's not just what calms us. Uh, the, perhaps it comes from a much loftier place that a person just recognizes this world is incredible. And the truth is, you read so much of, I don't know, you read a lot of people who, who, who have this awakening towards some religious, you know, religious understanding or whatever it is. A lot of it is, this, this doesn't make sense on its own. It cannot be random. I can't prove that it's not random. But I also can't accept that it's random. This is too unbelievable. It's too wondrous. I understand my body. I understand the world. It's overwhelming, right? And what is that? That's a karsatov. That's saying, how in the world? Why am I here? Who, I don't deserve to be here. That's a karsatov. Um, so he quotes from his Rebbe, Rebbe Rucham Lubavitch, uh, Lubavitz, uh, Lubavitz, who says, uh, who, who, who observes in Haggadah, what does it say? Right? We therefore have an obligation to give uh, praise and to, to sing to the one who did this for our fathers. You know, all these, all these nisim. It says, to the one. It should have said to give praise to Hashem, right? To the one. What does it mean to the one? It sounds a little poetic. I never thought about it. What do I say? To the one. To the one who did this. Just spell it out, right? The reason the author wrote to whom. Gratitude doesn't necessarily ask who is the one who, who did all these miracles for us. Whoever it is, we have an obligation to the individual, right? To whoever it is. Which is a fascinating observation. Not, not the most, uh, you know, uh, you, you know uh, I don't know, what you would think you'd hear from, from, from the mashkiach of, of the mirror, but uh, from, from, from Rav Yerucham. But what he's saying is that this passage over here is talking about our obligation to give thanks. So as it say? Like all these great things that happen. And therefore, not Takarish Baruch Hu, because that's already step two. Step one is that if great things happen to us, we have an obligation to give gratitude, let me, to whomever. Because how could you not? How could you experience all these things or know all these things happen and not have that immediate reaction? God is number two. Step number two, not number two, step number two, because now I have to figure out where it comes from. But, but the, the, that passage is really just, uh, just unpacking the, the emotions, the healthy emotions of a healthy individual is these great things happen. Lamisha, so whoever it was, I have to give gratitude to it. So fascinating. Uh, it's a beautiful uh, pshat in the, in the Haggadah. And, and what he's suggesting, again, yeah, the Haggadah, what he's suggesting is that, that just to unpack this more, the, I, I think it's clear, but just to make sure it's clear, is that the Haggadah over here is not giving us a religious sentiment. It's sharing a, a healthy emotional sentiment. The healthy emotional sentiment is that if good things happen, there must be, you cannot just walk along. There has to be this overwhelming feeling of, Lamisha, so whoever did it, I have to give thanks to. Powerful, right? It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful shot. Okay. Now he says, okay, so we've explained the, the religious impulse is I have to give gratitude. The religious impulse is that when good things happen to me, um, the, not the religious, the, the, the healthy human sentiment is that when things, when I recognize the goodness that is coming my way, I have a feeling, I should have a feeling of wanting to give thanks. And that, he argues, is where all the religions are ultimately stemming from. Um, and and this, it's the foundation, as the Chovas as Levavos writes, of our faith in God is the recognition of, of good that exists. Rav Cook, and I'm blanking on the piece, it's actually a piece that relates to 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 chauffeur and I'm blanking on it on the on the idea um, 
uh, such a beautiful piece, but he speaks about the shofar. He talks about the shape of the shofar. It starts all small, then it goes wider. And he speaks about, uh, he, in this piece, he says, if you want to give a person the, the pathway towards God, is ultimately giving them a little bit of, of teaching people to do, to, to feel hakar stuff to other people. And through, that's the small hole of the shofar. It's a small piece. But then once we do that, the more you teach a person to be grateful, the broader and broader it gets. And ultimately, that opens the person up to, up to spirituality, up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's, and that's where, where gratitude comes from. And again, he, he has some other sources. But, but that's the same idea, that the foundation for faith is HaKar HaSatov. That's where it all begins. Um, that's how we teach a person to, to, be, to be grateful. To, that, that's how we teach a person to be connected to Hashem. Ultimately, it comes from gratitude. Okay. But now he kind of shifts, shifts gears. If this is the positive, you can infer the negative. HaKar Satova, he is Sod HaVoda. So that means that gratitude is the foundation of service of God. Vilu Kfira Satova, he, he is Sod HaKfira. That means that my lack of gratitude is the foundation of Heresy of rejecting Hashem. Um, a person who rejects Hakadosh Baruch Hu, lohu, um, and says it's not the not the case. I, I don't believe in God. He now kofar bakol. Okay, in a It's the it's the same term when we say in someone who, who borrows money and then and doesn't want to pay it back. We we call that person a kofar. Well, it, it's a kfira. What? It's not. We don't. It's not heresy. It, the, the term, the, the the Talmudic term, is a person who borrows money and says, "I don't own it." They're rejecting it all, right? They're saying, "I don't. I don't believe." You know, I, I'm rejecting this claim. Similarly, a person who is rejecting God is a kofir in the sense that there is something that was borrowed, something that was given. I have my life. I have everything I have, and I'm rejecting it. It's that same. It's that same terminology. With kfira tashem, there are the same. Forces, impulses that we spoke about last week, hakol muvan me'elav etzlo, right? That there is this sense that we're born with, where a person says, I understand everything, right? Everything is self-evident, right? We said the child is born and there's no questions asked. I'm supposed to be getting, you know, my, my parents are supposed to give me whatever it is they're supposed to, I, I get it, it's supposed to happen. Hakol magielo, and I'm supposed to get everything. Why in the world aren't you giving me the things that are supposed to, right? We're, we're, we're born spoiled. And further, as we spoke about in the, uh, also last week, is that I don't want to be indebted. I want to be free. There's also an impulse to be independent. And therefore, for all those reasons, both because I'm born with a selfish and uh, self-evident impulse where I just assume and expect everything, and an impulse for independence where I don't want to be um, dependent on others, Therefore, for all those reasons, just like that's going to impact the way I interact with you, it's going to impact the way I interact with God. All those reasons are reasons that will push me away from accepting that this is coming from Hashem. If life and health like are, are things which I deserve, and the fact that I exist is just self-evident, then there is no place, there's no space for, for the recognition of all the good that comes to me. And even if a person is not so blind, even if a person recognizes that, no, I don't deserve all these things, but fine, I recognize that it's, uh, I don't deserve to be alive, but I don't want to be depend. I don't want to feel like, like I owe God. If a person says, I don't owe God anything, then that is also kfias tov. That is also a lack of gratitude. And this, and such a person is escaping from the obligation, the obligation which exists to anyone who opens their eyes and recognizes the goodness that exists in the world, the goodness that they've received as an individual, whatever level of life they have, good or bad, not so great, whatever it is, 
the, the gift of life is simply overwhelming. And a person who doesn't take that seriously, it, it, they, they, are, they are shying away from there's just a, an inherent obligation we have to be grateful, to, 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 to share that gratitude with HaKadosh Baruch Hu for all the good that he has given us. Okay. Okay, so here we come to some of the most important words written by the Ramban at the end of Parshas Bo. This is after uh, the Jewish people are now finally leaving Mitzrayim. And we've just gone through a whole explanation, his whole discussion of all the miracles that took place um, in Mitzrayim, uh, giving the Jewish people all, all, the, all the great miracles. And then says the Ramban, Vekavanos and then, and then it talks about some of the mitzvahs that are given at the end of Parshas Bo. And then the Ramban shares a paragraph over here, fascinating paragraph. He says, V'kavanos kol ha-mitzvos, the goal of all mitzvos. Right? He's, he's speaking about some of the mitzvos, and he, then he broadens. He says, the, the goal of all the mitzvos, shenamin belokenu, is to believe in God, v'noda elav shubaranu, and to give him acknowledgement and thanks that he created us. V'kavanos ha that is not only the goal of the mitzvos. Okay, he just jumped. He was talking about mezuzah. He says now that's the goal of the mitzvos, and it's the goal of the entire creation. There is no other explanation in creation. And God has no desire in us down here below. Milvad Adam With the, the only thing that, that is, so to speak, valuable to, to, to God, so to speak, is that we know, we recognize, and we thank Hashem. That is the goal of the mitzvos, and that is the goal of creation entirety. The Kavanas Romamus Hakol Bitsvilos, and the goal of lifting our voice in prayer. The Kavanos Bateknesios, and the goal of Shols. And all the lofty statements that are made about the prayers that are the tefillas that are said together, zehu it is shiyel of adam makom that mankind has a place yiskabtu viyodu that they gather and they give thanks lelokim to God shabaram who created them vimtziam and and brought them into into existence viyfarsimuzeh and they publicize this viyamru lefanav and they say in front of him briosecha anachno we are your creatures. This is the summary. Ask the Ramban what is the goal of creation? It's this. Thank you, Hashem, right? The, the popular, uh, you know, T-Y-H, whatever it is. But this is it. This is the entire goal of creation, which is, um, I don't know, it's just fascinating. This is not, you know, not the normal formulation. Uh, but he argues that there is no alternative. This is all, all, it, all it is. God doesn't need us for anything. Uh, but God wants us to recognize, again, so to speak, wants us to recognize his presence and to say thank you. That is, that is the goal of creation. That is the goal of the mitzvos. And now we'll see how he unpacks it. Hemin Ramban is called The Ramban sets up the the, enti- the whole entire focus of creation, the whole goal of the mitzvos about gratitude. God obviously doesn't need our thanks. The Pasuk says, like, if you do good, if you do righteous, what are you giving God ultimately? God is not changed by this. And what are you, what, what are you taking from God? Right? What, what the Ramban means over here is that the perfection that we will get, in other words, the, the, the goal, meaning the goal of our highest goal, the, the thing that will help us the most, the thing that is the highest purpose for us, Lahodos, is to be grateful. The more, and we spoke about it earlier, and this makes sense, the more a person recognizes the good that they received, the, the, the richer one's inner life is, right? It is self-serving, right? In other words, that's, that's what he's suggesting the Ramban is getting at. The reason God created us for us. God doesn't need us. That's, that's premise number one. 
if that's the case, within that though, the goal of creation is to give thanks. Why? The highest, the, 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 the most we will get in life. You know, we, we, could, we could focus, as some do, like the, the Ramchal focuses on the goal of life being the next world, right? And, and Olam Haba, et cetera, et cetera. The Ramban says, in this world. And the greatest good, the greatest enjoyment we're going to have about life, and, and the greatest pleasure we'll have about life is, is a Kar Satov. It'll be the, the richest life we will have is not, as, as we know, but these are, you know, the self-evident truths that sometimes have to be spelled out because we forget about them. We focus on the externalities. Uh, but the, the richest, you know, life we'll have is the life we are constantly thanking God, constantly thanking others. That is ultimately the most enjoyable. That is what's good for us. Okay? B'zeh niftach. Uh, with this, what's, what's this? Again, let's just quickly summarize. Um, the ideas are that, that, that he begins with the thin slicing. The idea is that if we are kafoi tova in one direction, we're going to be kafoi tova in the other direction. You can't, be, you can't be lacking gratitude towards one individual and think you're going to be grateful towards someone else. A person who is grateful is a person who is grateful, and that permeates through every, every place. The Chavos Alvavos um, understands that Akara uh, Satov is the foundation of faith. He suggests as the foundation of all faiths, Lemi, Lemi Shasanisim, that, that the Chiyov, that a person recognizes the good, there's a healthy, natural impulse uh, towards being grateful. And obviously, the opposite is true as well, that, that there's also all these forces within us that push us away from being grateful, uh, the impulse that we have for independence, the impulse that we have for, uh, for, for saying Magia Ali, that, uh, that it's all coming to me, the impulse that I just take things for granted. And we need to work on that. We need to, to work, push against those impulses and, and focus on that very healthy place where we want to just be you know, recognizing the good and, and acknowledging and giving forth praise for the good. And the Ramban says this is the goal of the creation, this is the goal of the mitzvos, and it's through that that ultimately we live the richest life. So through all this, we've been focusing on being grateful to others, now let's focus on being grateful to God. As the Mishnah says, and this has been our path, you take too much, you didn't gain anything at all, take a little bit and you got. So let's work on this in a small way. He says, let's, let's uh, strengthen ourselves to, to give thanks in Shemona Esrei, um, in the bracha of Hoda, meaning in Modim, um, with a, a lot of attention. He says in all three tefillos, in our way, <laughs> we're going to go to one. Once a day in Shemona Esrei, to say Modim with Kavana, to say it with a lot of Kavana, and to really be grateful. You know, the famous story of the Chavitz Chaim, they say, uh, he was asked how he died, why, what, what Kavanas does he have during a Shemona Esrei? You know, he seemed to have this very long Shemona Esrei, took forever, and assumed he has all these Kabbalistic thoughts, and he says, I, I, I zoom through Shemona Esrei, I come to Modim, and I just, I, I, I lower my head, and I just can't pick my head up. Like, there's so many things I'm grateful for, that's my, that's why I have such a long Shemona Esrei. Okay, so we don't have to have such a long Shemona Esrei, but uh, say Modim, say Modim with Kavanas at least once a day, and that will work on, that's the foundation of, of, of truly, of truly everything. Oh. Okay. Okay.